Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we have a lot to talk about, including a lot of pop culture stuff. But first, what's up with you guys? I saw you on Tuesday, so that was fun. Was that Tuesday? Yeah. What day is it? <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Is Thursday. <laughs> right. We Tuesday. saw each other in person. Oh, I, yeah. I we hanged. Hard. We hung. We hung. Yeah. No, I know. We didn't hang. We hang. We didn't hanged. <laughs> we. Sorry. Hung out. We, we hung out on, on We Tuesday. had a hang. <laughs> As Aileen, who's becoming a Long Island mom, would say, we hooked up. the girlfriends hooked up (laughs) oh my god i remember being like a teenager and being weirded out that adults would call it hooking up because there was also the other hooking up and it's like are you saying i hooked up yeah Yeah. (laughs) go hook up with your girlfriend i never said that though so like i don't know why you're making the audience feel like i'm this fucking loser (laughs) i'm I'm only saying that because you were like you were like hung hanged and then i was like because i was like we had a hang did we hung, you know, hang hung who? I don't know. Either way, we had fun. This is so exciting for the audience to hear all the details. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get into some pop culture stories. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. What should we talk about okay. first? You are all a buzz about Britney Spears this morning. I'm so a buzz. Let's start there. I really like that phrase. I'm a buzz. Okay. I went deep into, I like caught some TikToks last night. Um, about <laughs> Britney Spears. You changed the TikTok channel. I yeah, I TikTok changed. Such I, a I tuned hole. in to another hole of the talk, and I was prov- I was given a video about how Britney. There's theories among some people, some Britney fans, that Britney is actually not free. Like she's actually not as free as they're making her seem to be. And the evidence to support it, not that there's like facts out there, this is all like obviously speculation, but there was, it was also speculated like all of the things that were going on while she was in her conservatorship that turned out to be true, right? And and this is also coming from, I saw this one girl post a TikTok about it, but she was getting the info from House of Habit, House and Habit, you know, the one that posted yeah. all the stuff about Army Hammer, right? That was her. That I think no. I don't know what she was involved in, but she she has po- definitely- oh she posts all the Amber Heard trial information. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if she's credible. Probably not. But the evidence is that <laughs> <laughs> the information to support it. Let's just say that is like the weird thing is is the whole like uh, Jason Alexander like s- coming to the wedding. And like no one really like explored like why did he like try to break into the wedding? And people are thinking that like actually maybe they were trying to he was trying to like save Britney because they're saying that Sam is not like a good actor here in this, which we have said before in the you past. Mean a good like actor, not like he's good at acting. Yeah, like he's a bad actor. Yeah. Like not an act act like by guy. trade. Like he's a bad guy. 
Um, he's not on all the wrong in side. for the love. On the wrong side of the story. And other things to support it are like, Brittany's wedding was weird. Why is she still living in her house? Why didn't her children, why weren't they allowed to come to the wedding? And like, there was like this thing about like her, she's claiming that she's doing an album with Elton John, but then they like surfaced a tweet from like back in the day where she was like recording with Elton. And it was like, maybe this is something that was old that was recorded. Also, the woman, there's like a, like a time for care or something that's that was placed in her like conservatorship like transition. But the main woman is still in charge of the estate or whatever. But I was just like thinking about it and it does, things just feel also, oh, the other thing was that like her cat, she's still not like doing any lives. She's not doing anything like filming herself talking about anything She's really just, there's some stories, like there was one of her at a bar and that was really it. And everything else is just static captions. And then there was another story to support that there's like some still a lot of people that are like signed into her Facebook and you can see that, which Facebook uh-huh. like automates like Instagram or whatever. I've seen it. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, we have to talk about <laughs> the conversation we had off after we pressed stop recording, which we wish we were recording last week. But anyway, these are all things that are swirling the interweb. And I just thought it was interesting to think about that, like, actually, maybe she's not as free as they say. I think that's an interesting theory, meaning like they're still I believe that they could still be like having ways to exert control just because, you know, I, I mean, regardless of whether or not she's under a conservatorship or and deserves to be or or doesn't deserve to be, I think she clearly needs some form of treatment. So I guess maybe they're trying to like maintain that control while she's technically free. My question about this video is like, do they think that the conservatorship is not actually over? Like how how are they saying this works with like the conservatorship being quote over? That like Sam is still like controlling her. Well, we we did think that back in the day. Yeah, no, but still, like she's still being controlled by the strings from the people who like kind of own her stuff. She keeps posting the red thing. Have you seen that? She's posting just the red square. She keeps posting the roses, which is like a sign of she kept posting that she's not free. But then the other side of the theory <laughs> was that like. Some people are saying it seems she maybe is just really struggling. She might be bipolar, like things like that. But I. That's kind of my feeling. It's like she was always posting things that seemed like off. So she's continuing to do that. While under the conservatorship as well. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, I don't know. So it's still the same. I want to see the video. It doesn't feel different. It doesn't really feel that different. And she does keep posting that red stuff, which has been like a sign of her asking for help. Is she supposed to be in like a transition out of the conservatorship? I I thought that was kind of part of like the whole thing. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like these things aren't linear. So it's not like one day she's like completely unfree and then one day she's completely adjusted and free. So I'm sure it's a uh, it's an adjustment. And yeah, I think she's like a little bit of a zany personality. Why hasn't she done an interview? Why hasn't she gone like live and talked about her stuff? Maybe she doesn't want to do that. Uh, no, she definitely she keeps does want to do that. She, maybe she prefers writing. She No, she 100%. I think she definitely the whole thing was that she to. wanted to like, I think, 
be more like open. I think that's actually a good point. Why hasn't that's she done part an interview? She does still have conflicts with her family. She keeps posting that like she didn't have control of who came to the wedding. She like didn't know who was invited to her own wedding. That's a little weird. There's like just stuff that's weird. And like why was her wedding? Why was her? She posted this thing that like she wished she could have got married at this one church. And did you see that? And then like why would she she get get married married at her house? At her house where she's been held sort of captive. Like that's like a big point. It's like a nice venue. Why did Paris Hilton get married at her, you know, her her family's other, house. The, yeah, there was like, there was just like, it's very conspiracy. Like, I need to see this video. It's like very much connecting two dots that aren't, there could be so much between those two dots. But I've just yeah. been sort of like thinking Wait, question about, about Jason Alexander. Why do they think that means that she's not free? Like, where is that? Like he was trying to like save her. He was trying to disrupt the wedding and say like, this is all bullshit. Like, that's the idea, like, that, what, why would he all of a sudden come and out of nowhere that this happened, you know? I guess. I mean, that could be a lot of reasons. One thing that's definitely true is that there's a lot more about this situation than I think the public has any idea about. Totally. Like, on the high-level thing, like, a lot more that goes on behind the scenes, some of it which is probably impure or, mm-hmm. like, stuff that would make you feel weird. But like what? I don't know. Like, I'm sure like she's like, I don't know. Like, I just I see her being a character like off. We only see her on Instagram. That's what she presents herself. And we all present ourselves on Instagram. But like, I'm sure there's a lot more to her. I'm sure there's a lot more to the husband. I'm sure there's a lot more to the whole thing that no one has any idea about. And it's like once you because you wouldn't be able to to fully get the nuances of anyone's life off of just Instagram posts like. You just can't really know who anyone is. Even like an influencer who like pretends to share their whole life. There's all so much that goes on off camera that's like about who they really are that you don't really know what it is. So I think this is definitely a case of that. And then there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes of like a lot of different people involved. So I feel like we have no idea what like is really happening there. Yeah, I think about it as like like a puzzle but you only have like half the pieces and you're trying to like see the full image with while half the pieces are missing Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that they're like i mean if you think about the sort of unsavory things that we know i imagine that there are like many more really scary situations that have happened at various times and like things that people have done that we just have no clue about and i don't know the family clearly has a lot of troubled people in it. It's yeah. very apparent. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be like a black and white answer of like, this is what's happening. This is what's not happening. Like there's probably just elements of like a lot of different things going on, which is like tougher to process than. I just really want her to sit down, free. sit down with Oprah. And like, I just want her to like talk. I kind of feel like that would not be it. Like just given the way that she presents herself online, I don't necessarily feel like that would be the best thing for her to do for her own image. Like I could see her maybe saying some stuff that maybe she wouldn't want to say. I don't think anyone in this is like a particularly reliable narrator. Let's like. Yeah. Fat actors and unreliable narrators is the, is yeah. the, is the biography of the Britney Spears story. Sam would be interesting to sit with Oprah because, 
you know, he I'm you like at here. least like know that he sort yeah. of has like full, I guess, possession of what he's saying, you know? The other thing that they say is that like something is weird with like Sam's whole job. Like he was always like posting like these ads and anytime he posts His job an ad, is her. she posts a nude. Maybe he asks her to. Why? It gets more clicks. I remember like before I got, went into this deep dive, there was like, I remember seeing casually that like she posted a picture at like, uh, and then somebody figured out the background of the photo was actually like a hotel that she had been to in the past. Like that wasn't like where she is now. And she was just posting that then. It was just like a timeline glitch. <laughs> and it's just like there's like little tiny things that people find, but I feel like nobody can connect the dots again. And like you said, there's something bigger or worse going on. It's also like not all of it, I think, is going to be logical. Right. To be honest, because of the people involved, it's not going to make sense. Like what she's doing or what any of them are doing, maybe what her sister and her parents are doing, like just because – we see it doesn't mean that it's like the normal person's motives. Like if Britney's posting a nude every time he posts a, an ad, that could literally just be to fuck with him or or to with someone, you know? Maybe. So, right. I mean, I think there is something weird about his job because I think his job is to watch her. Like it's to be Britney But Spears he's like trying husband. to prop up his like career. It's like his being an actor. And I'm sure that everyone around him and around her wants him to do that because he needs to look more legit because otherwise why would she be married to this guy? And also, how do you think he's getting these things? Right. That's what I'm saying. The only reason anyone's hiring him is because he's married to Britney Spears, one. And two, he probably also wants to set himself up if we're thinking about thought, you know what I mean, things that are not that pure. Like, yeah, what if they get divorced, which there's not a small likelihood that they will get divorced. He wants to be able to work after this. I'm sure they have a prenup. Right. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's something. Anyway, that's what I've been just, you know, and I sent you the TikTok, one of the TikToks of the conspiracy theorists. Oh, was that? I Sammy. saw that notification and then I didn't open TikTok. <laughs> so. Yeah, I clicked, I, I sent it to you and then I fell asleep. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of, I guess, what people are putting out there or not putting out there, Will Smith released his apology video uh -huh. for slapping Chris Rock. Okay, it was like, I had a few different feelings about it. It was like a solid apology. 
I will say he apologized to Chris Rock's mom as well. Oh. Because, well, he was basically like, I also didn't think about like all the other people and all the other things that I like messed up by doing this. Like, I think it was Questlove who was actually getting the award. He was like, I would kind of ruin that for him. And then I, he's like, I tried to reach out to Chris Rock and he was like, not ready to speak to me. So basically say, he said like all the correct PR things that you should say. Like it was a solid PR apology, I would say. Uh-huh. And it didn't seem like non-meaningful but it also seemed like extremely like he hit all the talking points he needed to hit it wasn't like the most organic thing i've ever seen but it was like it was good with me and then one thing at the end which i thought was interesting and made me think a lot which i liked about he was like i'm trying to like apologize take ownership for this without like hating myself or without like thinking i'm like a big piece of shit so like he's like that's been a hard part to like navigate which i think is such an interesting thing about like apologies in general or admitting mistakes is like it can feel i think that's why so many people don't do it cuz they feel like if they give a little then they have to give up their whole identity as someone who is confident or likes themselves or is whatever like that's why it's so hard to apologize or it's so hard to admit when you've done something wrong instead of sort of like digging deeper into it which a lot of people do so i thought that that in particular i thought was the most interesting thing about the apology because the rest of it did seem like he literally went through like here's the questions i've been asked and i'm addressing (laughs) them like did jada tell you to do it like what are you saying he was like, I'm no, and I'm sorry that like my family has been like involved and asked about this and whatever. Like, why didn't you apologize in your speech? Whatever. Like a bunch of, you know what I mean? Like he got, he did like his own Q and a, but it was just him. <laughs> ask me anything. But ask me the, I'll answer the things that I want to answer. In yeah, the well, same way that ask me yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to me, like the rest of it was like, obviously run through many PR crisis management people. I did think it was like, and he's like, it's been three months. I've been doing like the work to like figure out what all this means. And like, I wanted to like have a coherent thing. Like, I think it probably could have been done after one month, but fine, but fine. He's doing the work, whatever. Again, I think all of that was like a PR like blitz, but I did think the last part about hating yourself and apologizing was um, the most interesting part of the whole thing. Well, I think it. I actually feel like it's the fact that he apologized three months later that he's bringing this back up, which is probably against the advice of like, I'm sure there are many PR managers who would argue you already apologized. You're not bringing it up again. It's not a good look. The fact that he is willing to bring it up again and yeah, do a wholesome apology that hits all the points that he wants someone to hit. I think what happens with celebrity apologies is that they don't hit those points And it makes them seem like they haven't fully reflected on things. And then I think especially because most celebrity apologies come like immediately in the wake of them doing something wrong when it's almost impossible for them to have fully come to understand. I agree. I thought about that. That's why I was like maybe like a month or so. I guess three months is like fine. I don't really have any feelings about like the length of time, like one month, three months, a year even. Like I kind of think that there's something like almost like noble in the fact that he's A, willing to bring it up and, like, expose himself to another round of fresh criticism, which, like, he is. Because he could have been clowned. No, I don't know. I I think this is a reputation. I do think this is a reputation move. He's trying to save his reputation. No, sure. But also, I do believe that, like, if he weren't really sorry and he didn't want to say something, I don't think the apology could come through 
in a real way where he's saying like this honest thing about like what he's dealing with. And like, I kind of am willing to believe that like, yeah, his reputation is going to benefit, but I kind of believe that he is sorry. I genuinely believe that this apology is like a, you know, I, it has more meaning than the immediate right. reactionary apology that celebrities make. And then they want it to just go away. And it's like, oh, I apologize. Like, I think him really like coming out and taking ownership is a, a positive thing. And right. I think if more celebrities were more reflective on the things they've done wrong, I think that would be a good example. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think he did a good job. I think I would make sense that he did that. And I think both things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Something can be good for how it looks visually. And you could be actually sorry. And also more than anything, maybe like equally or more than anything else, want to work again and to yeah. have people not hate you yeah. and to have people talk like and feel feel better about you, which is, again, his reputation. I think he mentions his reputation in this, too. It's like means a lot to him. Obviously, he had a very good one before this. I'm sure it's Mm -hmm. impossible even in his own mind to parse out like what he – what is guilt that he actually did something wrong versus like what is incentive and like feeling just like you want your good name back. You know, I feel that like it's probably very hard for him to even in his own mind determine what the difference in motive is. And like that's kind of okay. You know, why why wouldn't a person want – they all do that. good repu- We all do things that yeah, are like. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'm just saying like as people who are analyzing it, I think we needed to touch on both elements. Yeah. Of, of but I, I think it. that bringing it up three months later doesn't like unearth anything. I feel like it was so over talked about. If his about apology then, were bad. If it were bad, but it would still, I think that people are like, all right, I talked at length about this. I don't need to talk about it anymore. Good, fine, do whatever will. We, we'll remember it. But like people don't, I don't get a sense that like people other than like the people who are directly affected, like Chris Rock and like the Oscar people and anybody whose awards were then sort of spoiled that they care. Yeah. He gets to keep his Oscar. <laughs> I think the point of the other people who like worked on the movie and now there's this really bad association with it. Those are the people he actually knows and really owes an apology to. Right. Aside That's what I'm from saying. Chris Rock, like he well, That's owes- what he, he did that. Yeah. Those yeah. like to me, I don't care that he like had a thing during the Oscars and like did this display. Like I'm not offended. But I'm I, offended if by that. I were I I'm personally I how are you why do why is that offensive to you? It's offensive, I think, to the sanctity of the Oscars, one. <laughs> What is? But what is when do you care you about the sanctity of the yes. <laughs> No, I mean obviously not like me. Per- like I, I obviously don't care like personally. But I'm saying like no, that's, that's what I'm talking extre- about. An extremely offensive saying. act. But that's offensive what I'm saying. I whom? do not. I wasn't slapped. Obviously, it's not like that. I feel really bad for the people who worked on King Richard and Questlove is like a good example. People who really who were had nothing to do with this situation, but whose own sort of moment of achievement, possibly the biggest one they will have or could have in their careers, are sort of like get a little asterisk next to it. And those are the people who I feel he owes a personal apology to. Right. Well, that's I think what he was saying is that he was he did reach out to those people. So I'm fine with it. But I do think for Chris Rock, that must have been very embarrassing for him particularly. Totally. Like no one will forget that about him like ever. And yeah. I'm sure he will make 
he hasn't said anything publicly about it. And I'm sure when he does, it's going to be really. Didn't he talk about it in his stand up? No, he like didn't. He said he he said he like won't. mentioned that he's that no that he will eventually. He's yeah. going to make a lot of money off of this slap. I think I do believe that. Give so. it, given him time, but he should because that was like extremely embarrassing. I could see being like humiliated. You're literally slapped in front of like the entire country and your peers. Yeah, I think the whole display is pretty humiliating on all parts. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash Betches. Go to basetravel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning, and that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable, and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepies Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, Their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Okay, let's talk about Taylor Swift and her private jet. So... After the news, like we talked about this on a previous show, everybody was like mad that Kylie takes her plane for 20 minutes or five minutes or whatever. And then she posted that thing about like displaying of wealth. But then someone went and looked up all of like the celebrities like uses of their PJs. And it turns out that the one who uses it the most is Taylor Swift. She took 170 trips this year. No, but she didn't take right. She trips. rents her it out. Did. Her plane took 170 trips. She rents it out, but then it didn't help that she was 
<laughs> spotted coming off of her plane and she had a massive like umbrella over her head, which reminiscent of the times when she was carrying a suitcase all over Manhattan. You could only see her legs coming down the stairs. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> I think her argument is legit. That's like saying United, like punishing United for flying. Like she's renting it. Someone's going to rent it. She's not taking 170 private plane trips on her own. I think it's not comparable personally. I have many thoughts on this. And I think number (laughs) one is that Kris Jenner is the one who came and was like, oh, well, actually Taylor Swift flies like way more. I feel that like that was fed to somebody. And to be honest, like Taylor Swift's, contribution to the world is much more significant than like Kylie Jenner's. So if like Taylor Swift is flying around doing her job, that doesn't bother me nearly as much as Kylie flying to Target for no reason when you could (laughs) just drive there. And I agree. I personally, it really, really bothers me because it's not just Taylor Swift who's making flights all over the place. And, you know, you have all these celebrities who are flying on their private planes close to as much as she is. And it really generally just bothers me when like environmental or climate situations come down to individual actions because Taylor Swift, if you have a problem with someone using private planes, then there are laws that you can make to limit the use of private planes. There are laws that you can make to limit carbon emissions on individuals or companies. Like I don't think it's really fair to point at one individual and say, you do this the most, you do this the worst when it's like everybody is, uh, it's not up to one individual. It's like this one issue climate is the one thing that like one individual cannot make that much of a difference on. And yet people get pointed at for what they're doing the most. I don't know if it was Chris Jenner though, that made the list. It's a sustainability marketing firm yard put together. The but who was like, let's look at this yeah. list. I think she has more behind marketing re- team. <laughs> also, apparently, Chloe liked a post that was like implying that Kris Jenner, like, yeah, I saw that. that somewhere. Which I mean, I don't know. That was probably she was probably just thought it was funny too. But I kind of think I think it's more like oh, and I don't know what these people's political stances on environmentalism, but it's kind of like it does feel a little hypocritical to be like posting anything about like conservation or the environment or any of that stuff. And again, I don't know. I have no, I'm not sure of their histories, but like, I think if you're going to be promoting that, then it looks not great for you. Honestly, I don't agree with that because I don't think that individuals are, it's not up to individuals to save the planet because they physically can't. Like it's a collective effort on behalf of governments and corporations that have to limit carbon emissions. Like even if Taylor Swift was the if Taylor Swift was the only person emitting this much carbon and the rest of the world was like, had their carbon on lock, this wouldn't be that big of a problem. It's only a problem because she's a famous woman who is easy to like snark on and make comments about. But in reality, like she's like one of the top working celebrities in the whole world. So like if she needs the private plane. say the top working yeah. celebrity. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. She makes the most. It's a mix. I don't think it's one or the other. I don't think it's like, oh, everyone should have no personal responsibility for what they're doing to the planet. Everyone just do your thing and the government will tell you if you have to stop. I don't believe that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, the way that individuals get blamed and pointed at when in reality it's not an individual's responsibility. Sole responsibility. You can say that about anything. Why should anyone do anything then? Most things have laws. You can't. Nothing shoot is someone. your sole responsibility. <laughs> 
Okay. We, what does we anyone do anything? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it's like you're saying like no one should be pointed at for doing anything. But that's why things are regulated because individuals need to be individuals and greater entities that have more control over things. Like why, why are there regulations on food? Because an individual person can't like control what goes into their food. Like that's the whole point of, of regulating anything. But regardless, regardless of this bigger I'm just point, saying, I think it's a mix. In general, it's a mix, but I don't think it's Taylor Swift's like problem if she's lending out her plane. It's not like she's the one taking five minutes. I agree with to that part of it too. She's not. She's allowed to rent out her plane to whoever's also, willing to pay for it. Kim on the Kardashians was like showing off her new like beige plane and taking a flight. Kylie's like, taking flights to fucking Target. The fact that Taylor Swift is the conversation here is just. It's it does scream Chris Jenner to me. It just seems like absurd, and I would I would say this if it were any individual who's actually like a working person who is probably using. Their yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Reason. How many private plane rides do you think uh, Biden takes a year? Probably a lot. All of Air his Force plane One. rides are private. <laughs> yeah, and he probably travels quite frequently. Yeah, but again, like he he's doing something. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Not, I have no issue with that. I'm not like get rid of Air Force One. Make him fly economy. Never <laughs> traveling alone, like Air Force One has a lot of people on that plane. I'm sure Taylor has a team too, as does Kylie. Totally. They just also posted like a Christina Aguilera's plane, and she was like, there was like a big. It, it didn't look like a private plane. It just looked like a for a lot of people on that plane, like maybe all of her dancers, and they were all like doing a dance in the air. <laughs> I'm a little mad at Taylor for being associated with this David O. Russell film after he had like some serious, um, serious assault allegations. That's my that's my little beef with Taylor. She's in this uh, David O. Russell movie. We don't need to go into the whole thing, but she's going to be in this David O. Russell film, and he had some serious like assault allegations. So that's really my beef with Taylor these days. Okay, she'll get her. Taylor Swift is not a good actress. I'm going to no, throw that I don't there. think she is either. So when has she ever acted? She was in The Giver. She was in Valentine's Day. <laughs> I didn't. I don't Good think roles. I, s- I did think it was so oh, yeah, funny I did when see her. The Giver. It was so bad. It was so bad. She was particularly bad. <laughs> She's good at making soundtracks music for movies, but she shouldn't be the one acting in them. So don't worry, Sammy. She's going to She's going to get hers movie. when the reviews come out. Okay, fine. I mean, I don't. It's okay, Taylor. I, I think that this whole private plane thing is definitely a PR thing. I just think people should be a little, I think it's okay to be like a little ashamed of your private plane and still have it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What annoyed me about Kylie was the blatant, like yours or mine, like bragging. Yeah. And the thing, same with Kim, like the braggy nature of it. It's like fly private, be a little discreet, be a little cool. Don't be all uncool. This is like, <laughs> just like, you don't need to post it. Every yeah, time. just be like classy about it. Just like right. That's the other difference. <laughs> Taylor doesn't like. Ta- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's like when someone yes. posts like first class and it's like very intense, and you're like, just like fly first class and like shut the fuck up. Like no one like right. No one cool. needs to know. <laughs> yeah, be cool, Luann. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like stop flaunting it. It's tacky. I think it's tacky more than anything else. I also thought it was funny that um, her like publicist was trying to be like, Taylor donates to the penguins. It's like, that's not a defense. <laughs> <laughs> like the penguins. <laughs> 
like she cares about the penguins. It's like, okay, a, she why the penguins? Same she thing. Would. It's like the same way I'm like, don't come after her for her private jet. Don't bring up the penguins. Don't use the penguins as your defense. That's ridiculous. Like, don't try That's to defend ridiculous. your private jet usage. Be like, yeah, I work a lot and I lend my plane out. And I don't want to have to travel in a suitcase where I, you know, wherever I go. That would be more legitimate to me. Or don't say anything. Just Kylie's taking the plane to Target. You're going to yell at me, a working singer and actress. Yeah. Taylor is in a suitcase. (laughs) Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E dot com. That's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Did you guys see Chrissy Teigen is pregnant? Oh, yeah. Congrats to Chrissy Teigen. She posted a picture. She said she was nervous to... I really liked her Gucci little underwear thing that she posted. But she said that she was nervous to announce it. 
Would you have announced it, like having gone through what she, like went through the way that she did? Like, would you keep it as quiet as possible for as long as possible? Or like, would you announce it? I think I understand her announcing it. I think she's like, I feel excited about this. And if it does, and worst case, it doesn't work out. She's probably going to share that too. Right. So I think I get it. I think it's like, she probably has a voice in the back of her head. That's like, I shouldn't do this. Like anything that could fall apart. Like she'll, you know what I mean? She'll deal with it as it comes. And yeah, she seems pretty pregnant. I think maybe there's like other reasons why she felt she had to announce it. Like people seeing her and she doesn't want to be. She wants yeah. to blown up by someone narrative. else. Like, or she, yeah. she just doesn't want to risk. Maybe she knows she has to go somewhere soon and she's like, people are going to know. Maybe it's like she feels like she has to for because of her recognizable, like she doesn't want to be blown up. Yeah. And she's excited about it. And she's someone who shares a lot of her personal life. So I think, again, even if something happened, I think you would hear about that anyway as well. Yeah. I think she just wants to like avoid being kind of like bullied on the internet, which is kind of her thing. Right. Well, I'm happy for her. I did think it was interesting because the last headline I remembered reading about her was that she was like a year sober. Yeah. I was like, well, did she? Part, I didn't probably, see that. This, that- this helps with the, explain at least a few months of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When did you see that? When did you see that headline? Um, I don't remember when that headline came out, but I remember reading that she had not had alcohol in a year and she had did like a celebratory post about it. But I wonder how pregnant she was at that time. Or maybe she was trying to conceive. She was trying to conceive because it did say in this post that she was like, um, the last few years have been a blur of emotions to say the least, but joy has filled our home and hearts again. One billion shots later in the leg lately, as you can see, she has big bruises on her thigh. I assume for she did IVF. Yeah. Oh, she said that she was sober yeah. for one year on July 18th. So like okay. very recently. So she was probably doing like – she was probably being sober in like preparation to have a baby. And, and she yeah. was probably pregnant as well. Yeah. She said she wanted to be sober for other reasons. She said she wanted to be sober because she like didn't like the way she acted on alcohol. That was, No, I, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And I'm just saying I just think – I just thought it was interesting knowing now that she's pregnant that she said that she was sober for a year in July and like – Probably like four or five months of it was. Did she say the how pregnant is she? Did she say she didn't say, but she looks pregnant. She looks. I like would put five her at months. five months, maybe more, depending on how she carries. You know? She said, yeah. "Okay, few. It's been very hard keeping this in for so long." So five months long. is so long. Yeah, five months is so long. <laughs> so that's really that on that. But let's talk about some Jaffleck again because it's my favorite topic. <laughs> Should we quickly talk about Beyonce and then? We'll end on Jafflik. Did you like the album? What are the jams? I haven't like fully listened to the whole thing yet. I don't have favorites, but I really, um, because I, I really like the whole thing. I only listened to it's it like, very like once through. Is yeah, it as good it's as Lemonade? Fun. It's different. It's different. This is more like fun overall. It's like <laughs> pops. It's like pop, yeah. dancey. Very energetic sounding. Go listen, you know, it's like bops, like you said. I haven't really cool picked, jams. I don't, like, have a, I don't really have a favorite song just because this isn't like my favorite type of music. I haven't listened enough times to have a favorite yet. Right. But I really, I just think I mean, sounds, the amount of happy. times that the radio has played the single, what's that one called? Break My oh, Soul. Oh, that one I've heard. Yeah, Break, Break my, my Soul. Soul. Like, it's, I can't not like it because it's just been played in my head without my choice so many times. And I'll break my yeah. soul. Yeah, <laughs> that one's like fine. That's what I mean. I think Lemonade is, um was more like, 
again, I have not analyzed the lyrics, but it had more um, depth. I don't want to, because I haven't analyzed this one closely enough to say depth, but it like had more drama to it. It gave me more emotion. Oh my God. I want that. And it came with that whole visual album on HBO. And I was like, so good. I don't know. All those songs are also so good. I think about that album a lot. I don't know why. Like when she, when the, the I have a guess. One when she's like beating the, the car, like when she's in the yellow yeah. outfit. Ugh. That's yeah. like literally so iconic. It's like very iconic. And the songs were like really. They were really emotional. Good, that's like what I'm saying. Whole... Like it, it drew emotion from you. Yeah. Like I remember like wanting to cry during this, the one where she's like with Jay-Z and it was just like about their relationship. Like that one made me like tear. Okay. Well, your husband cheating on you makes a great album, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only album I ever listened to like chronologically in the order that she like had it out probably because it was the visual. Because of the visuals. Thing. I think yeah. it, it like told a story. It was a really good iconic album. This one felt like fun. Well, so also she's like getting some backlash over lyrics and she's like removing lyrics. Yeah. And the latest thing was that like Monica Lewinsky came out and was like, hey, Beyonce, please, you need to remove a lyric where um, my name is mentioned in your song Partition. But like Partition's not even part of this album. It's like from 2013. And the lyric is like she Monica Lewinsky'd all over my gown. All over my gown. Like, yeah. And so, like, it seems as if Monica Lewinsky just heard the song. <laughs> it really should. She Bill Clinton all over my gown in reality. Like, that's what the yeah. lyric should be. It's that's so true. crazy that, is that what that he did. was, like, a scandal. Did you watch the oh, show? I did. Was it I good? I watched the, the one with Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. I just watched it actually recently, I think, because it just came out on Hulu. And it was on, originally aired on a channel I didn't have. Oh. FX. And... I thought it was really good, and I thought the most interesting part was, like, obviously, like, the relationship dynamic between, like, her and Bill Clinton, and just also just the fact that she was, like, calling her, like, old-ass co-worker to tell her all about her, like, affair with the president, but, like, in a way that, like, you would talk in a sorority, like, in, like, that sort of, like, train of thought type thing, and you're called, like, just the idea that you would have, like, a 50-something-year-old divorced coworker, and that's who you're telling it all to was, to me, like the most interesting, weird part. I have to watch it. The portrayal of it is so different than, I think, the simplicity with which it was portrayed back in the day. How old were and, we when yeah. that happened? What year was that? It was 1997, 1998, and we were like- um, We were like in elementary 90. school. Yeah, we were fourth grade. It's And like you hear about blowjobs in fourth grade like because of the president. Isn't that so weird? Yeah, I didn't even hear about the cigar till I was much older, frankly. That, yeah, that I didn't yeah. remember hearing. Wait, what? About. I didn't know what about a cigar. That he put a cigar in her vagina. I don't know yeah. about that. Well, well watch the show. found out today. You'll find out about it. <laughs> I didn't learn about that part till I was much older, yeah. It made me not like Bill Clinton. Me too, yeah. And you also made me feel a little certain type of way about Hillary, like a little better, a little worse. You know? <laughs> yeah. So neutral. <laughs> no, like slightly, slightly, maybe like slightly worse, just slightly. I, I kind of feel, I think, better about her. Well, I, honestly, I don't know. She just seems to like cover his ass quite a bit. That's the thing with like political relationships. It's also yeah. 1998. Well, it's like a different. I, I didn't really buy. I, I Like, what did you think of, um, what's her name in that role? Sarah Paulson. Carmella. Oh. Sarah oh. Paulson was incredible. Like. Who does yeah, I thought she was the best. Linda I didn't Shirt. even recognize her for two episodes. Yeah. Um, I think the best acting she was, in that 
Uh, I need to watch it. She was Linda. What is her name? Linda. Linda Tripp. Tripp. Yes. Sarah Paulson and Beanie were the the best. I remember thinking that um, the Clintons were not as yeah Clinton as Owen. I wanted. Mm-hmm. I thought Clive Owen was like bad. Frankly, um, it was I weird. I think he didn't do. Who does he good. play? Bill Clinton's like gregarious. Oh, he plays Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's oh, like gregarious and like ready to hit on anyone who moves. And he plays him like very reserved and quiet, which is not, I think, what Bill Clinton is like reputationally like. He plays him a little bit more like almost President-y. victim-y. Yeah. Like, almost like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, she seduced me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think she was like that. But the fact is that the dynamic was – was like not our dynamic that like he was the one who's supposed to be like no you know right and also, but also he cheats all the time so like i think right. that's another element of it that you see is like he has all these people who accuse him of doing all this stuff including the woman who accuses him of like raping her which is like right i didn't which know was- that he was i didn't know until i watched this that he was accused and maybe potentially did rape when he was someone. a governor that's a, that's a really big deal like i how did yeah. how do we not know that it was a thing. It was definitely. Do you think a thing. Bill and Hillary watched it? Yes, I do. I think they watched it separately. Like the Royals, how they watched the Queen. Yeah, what is I, the show called? The Crown. The Crown. I think they watched it, but separately. I think they do everything separately. Well, yeah, they don't. They don't hang out for sure. <laughs> One line I really liked was when he cheats on her and they're going to their friends for like the dinner party, and he tells the story about like when he just won the presidency, and they're like driving around wherever they're from, whatever town they like lived in. And they like, they basically go to a gas station and the gas station attendant is like, because it's their hometown, like Hillary's ex-boyfriend or something like that. And then they get back in the car and Bill's telling the story about how, again, I don't know if this is a made up or real story. Bill's telling the story about how he says like, oh, aren't you happy? Like you're married to like the president instead of that guy. And Hillary goes, if I was married to that guy, he would be the president. Oh, that's a good one. I love that line. I that was, it was good. Like, so good. And I do believe that is sort of like the essential rub in their relationship is that she's mm-hmm. just like, fuck, why am I the woman here? And I'm the one who's so much better than this cheating asshole. Like that's kind of, yeah. if I were her, I just could right. never fucking get past that. But just back to the lyric for a second. I kind of like see Monica Lewinsky's point. I do. If I'm Monica Lewinsky, I'm like deeply offended that people are going to hear this song for in this very famous song forever. And people are going to have questions. Who's Monica Lewinsky? What does it mean? Monica Lewinsky, like all over my gown. When in reality, it's again, it's Bill Clinton who did the thing all over the gown. And mm-hmm. it just seems so I jizzed. get why she's <laughs> yes, jizzed. I see why she's I see why she's why she wants that. But then there's part of me that's like, okay, well, are we going to go back and change every name that's called out in every song? Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many of those. So, but then it's up to Beyonce. So Monica Lewinsky, so she asked, she hasn't responded to that yet, but she took out two other things that were offensive I just, or something like that. I just like that. don't think in Monica Lewinsky, I disagree with you, Sammy. Like, uh, all these artists always, okay, think of like Eminem's song. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm talking up, like, yeah. You know, Christina Aguilar, Aaron Fred Durst, whatever, like all this stuff, like they bring up like people's names and like, I just, I don't know. I think it would be, I understand that, but in this situation. Don't do it. Take somebody's name. But like moving backwards. But in this situation, I think that like fundamentally what, I think the difference between like just random mentions is that like a lot of times those people are proud to be mentioned in a song or it's like accurate or it's not alluding to something that our understanding of it has changed. Like, in reality, right. this was a case of, like, workplace 
sexual harassment. Like Monica Lewinsky got like she couldn't have a life for, and she's still, I think now she's like more recovered, but she she couldn't have a life for like 25 years because of this. Right. So like I think right. Beyonce I could do her a solid yeah, and that's like what I'm change the lyric. I understand not proactively going back and changing all this stuff, but I think if someone asks, like anyone like that, right. you know what I mean? Okay, anyone asks fine. you, and if you it's like if you would ask me to take out anything about something that someone Right, the song like already came like, out. Why do you care? Like, just take it out. No, it doesn't. It's not that good of a lyric that you're like, must stay. In. Change it back to change it to Bill Clinton. It would make it would be <laughs> such a great headline. If she changed it to Bill Clinton, because Bill Clinton. that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think it doesn't quite work with the syllables, but I think she's an artist. She can fix it herself. <laughs> right. She can work with that. She can figure it out. Should we, or someone on her team can? She's already in the editing, editing. Uh, While she's in there, can you just <laughs> scrub out? Just do a little, you know, she's already in there. Let's end on my personal favorite topic, which is Jeff Black. They are apparently planning a wedding reception in the exact same like place that they were supposed to have had their wedding 20 years ago, which they called off and all that stuff. You know what? This annoys me. Me too. <laughs> I'm annoyed about it because... I was all like, oh, like their love is pure. They just went to Vegas. They don't care about any of that shit. And now it's like you're going to redo the wedding that happened right before you broke up and ended your engagement. Like, why would you do that except for to like create a headline? Like, don't make it I weird. Totally Be agree. cool. I totally agree. It's like if they had made this the wedding instead of Vegas, sure. Like, then that's your wedding. It just feels like to your point, they went on this. Aileen's point like two weeks ago or whatever, like they went on this honeymoon where they're like, I have all this paparazzi after having this like low key sort of wedding in Vegas. And now they're actually just going to have a huge wedding. It's like if they had said that in the beginning, been like, well, actually, this is just like our quickie before our big one. The whole thing, it just feels like they're trying to build more and more moments for themselves. Yeah. And it does give a movie is going to come out where Affleck's going to direct her. And they're then annoying in me five now. years, they're going to break up. <laughs> I heard also Ben Affleck might be like Batman again. So like there's just the- Wasn't he famously a very bad Batman? Yeah. But then Robert Pattinson was like, fine. The movie was fine. I didn't love it. I much prefer Ben now. There are other actors. Now seeing him. Yeah. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one. I mean, there are better. Previous to, um, who's my favorite? Christian Bale. Christian Bale is just I think he's my favorite as well. And also the movie, The Dark Knight, was just the best movie. Best movie. That's, That's the only movie I've really like know. watched fully. It's so I've watched it so many times. <laughs> it's really but um, anyway, Ben Affleck. Also, there's more pictures of him. They're back from their honeymoon, I guess. Or there's more pictures of him taking photos with like celebrities and uh, not celebrities, with fans. Me, with fans holding a cigarette and, behind like, his back. No, his jewel. He's <laughs> holding his. He's vaping. Is it a jewel? Oh, I thought yeah, it was a cigarette. It's a vape. And he like vapes in between like pictures and he like does, he's just like, he just doesn't seem like, he ha- clearly hates being public. He's a little down. No, no, no. I think he clearly does not like the public eye and, but it's funny because J-Lo loves it. And so I don't know. And I also saw a picture, you know, the pictures that where he was napping, like that people caught him napping on that boat on the honeymoon. Yes. We, there yeah. were crazy who naps on their honeymoon no but like no it's just a he fell asleep on a chair and like people caught it but the if you find photos of it 
No, but it was just like funny. Like he has his mouth open, like napping. Yeah. And you you keep looking at more. If I found like the rest of the series of the photos, and there's his daughter who looks a lot like the other, like Jennifer Garner, comes up to him and like wakes him up by hugging him. And it was actually a very sweet moment. And I was just like, this is the wholesome content we need. Not like fucking Ben like snoring on a net on a thing. But anyway. I just feel like he's like an, a misunderstood man. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like Brittany, I think there's a lot more going on behind he's the misunderstood. scenes than we know about. I wonder if you put like a moratorium on like celebrity attention for a year, what would happen to them in that year? And like, how would they be different at the end of the year? Like, I feel like it's almost impossible for them to process their own lives. I was thinking about that the other day or yesterday when I did a deep dive on Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and their kids <laughs> and how they're doing. And Maddox is like 20 years old and the twins are 14 and like you barely hear anything about them. Angelina Jolie like almost posts absolutely nothing about them, but she did post that Sahara is going to Spelman she College. Her college. Yeah. I saw and Ben is promoting that movie Bullet you mean Train Brad? or guys, everyone's named with a B. <laughs> Brad <laughs> is promoting the movie and I saw like him being interviewed and then they asked him about like, oh, what, how did you prepare? And he's like, I didn't. I'm the one who's getting beat up in this movie. So there's not much to prepare. And then he was like, how do you feel about like your daughter announcing college? And he like gets sad. Like you could see him. He's like, that's really just like such a beautiful thing. Like it was really sad. Kind of. They're like, just so low key. See yeah. his reaction. Well, because there's so much weird. There's like the, the divorce drama with them. But even before that, I feel like you just never really heard or saw that much about like either. Like Angelina Jolie has like, I have no idea what she's been up to for the past seven years. She's being pictured I feel like a lot. She's international. I feel like it's because they like move more internationally and like. Maybe. She gets photographed a bunch now and she did bring Publicly? her kids. Like at yeah. a red carpet. At a red carpet. No. At a red carpet. That's what I'm saying. Carpet. Like I never, yeah. you never see like. Her sleeping Paparazzi's, on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> on a yacht right. or something even. Right. Yeah. Like the difference is interesting. But then there was also like going back to Jafflek, there was a video of them like arriving at the airport and like Ben is on the outside, like closer to the paparazzi and you can see him like kind of waving. And then there's like a moment where he's smiling and then he just stops smiling sort of like that. Like, you know, he's putting on an act and then he like just clenches the, his jaw and just like, fuck this. Like kind of like feeling and I wasn't sure if it was and then they're holding hands too wasn't sure again if it's like feeding my theory <laughs> or are they in love like I don't know I'm just, <laughs> should we free Ben hashtag free Ben free Ben oh, who are we sending to the Cayman Islands to uh, sell timeshares on Will Smith. Delta Comfort we've got Will Smith we've got um, Taylor Swift we've got Chris Jenner she could take her <laughs> private jet <laughs> Yeah, to the Caymans. Uh, no, she has to fly Delta Comfort Plus. That was the part of <laughs> right, the whole right. the whole thing. Who did we talk about today? Beyonce, Monica Lewinsky, Jaffleck, Will Smith, Brittany, Sam Ascari. We could send. Yeah, let's not send Sam because I yeah. I don't know what he's up to, and I would yeah, like to I think, see him go back to selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands, where he might be if not for meeting Britney Spears. Yeah, let's give him like a little taste if he treats Britney poorly. Okay. <laughs> Delta Comfort Plus, Sam. I'm down to see it. <laughs> Not even priority boarding. Yeah, nope. no premium select on this flight. You could take pictures of that shit if you want. <laughs> no clear, no TSA pre. No lounge access. <laughs> you got to go to Margaritaville. <laughs> exactly. I think that is it for this week's Betches podcast. Follow me at Sammy. 
I'm at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Aileen. Be sure to give us a rating. Five stars. Please leave us a review. We love to see those reviews. Thank you so much. And you can follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we'll talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.